Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight Talk from Israel. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my host, handsome host from the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I like that, handsome host from the Holy Land. It flows, man. I I open with that every week, and I would like to well. I'm I would slow, like I'm to, slow. Sorry. You're yeah, well, this is true. Um <laughs> I would like to welcome all our Hebrews and Shebrews and all our non-believer listeners. <laughs> Hebrews and Shebrews. <laughs> That's right. I want to welcome the Hebrews who identify as Shebrews. I want to welcome the Shebrews who identify as Hebrews and the non-believers who identify as believers and vice versa. You are all welcome. Welcome to the show everybody. I've missed you. Wow. What an, <laughs> what, a, what an opening. We can, we can also welcome who's listening to the show, Matt. Of course, number one, the United States of China, Israel, Brazil, South Africa. And look at this, Matt, Saudi Arabia. Baruch Hashem. Baruch our Hashem. Cousins, our cousins in Saudi Arabia. Welcome, welcome. And uh, Canada, China, and South Africa. <laughs> Canada. Did you hear that there's actually Canadian military personnel on the ground with the Palestinian Authority doing like military training? What? I'm sorry, that guy's from Canada. I saw it. I have to send you the article. Uh, well, that's for another show. This is that's not lighting up topic. Ay ay ay. How you doing, Stephen? <laughs> Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. How was your um, weekend? Ah. Uh, uh. My weekend. Well, let me ask you something. First of all, you see, you're like an outdoorsy guy, aren't you? You you have guns. You have a beard. You're bald. You like the outdoors. Guns. I used to have guns. I live in Israel now. <laughs> yeah, but you have a beard and you're bald. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You like the outdoors? You. I do. I love, the, out- you, I love okay, the outdoors. So- I used to. I used to refer to myself as a Jewish redneck. Did you have a banjo? Um, actually, I did. In fact, have a banjo. I was never good at it, so I sold it. <laughs> squeal, squeal like a pig. Uh, yeah. Anyway, well, so I went to the mountains uh, this weekend, uh, far out, and we had to stay. We were staying far at out, a man. We had to stay at a friend's house, but we I ended up sleeping on their deck, and they enclosed the deck with a tent that was pretty much open, and it was freezing cold, and uh, bugs and skunks and wildlife and i hated it and <laughs> and let me tell you something when you have to get up at three o'clock in the morning and go to the bathroom and use the the the, the mount use the nature and then i see like a skunk like a like a uh, this black figure starting waddling closer and closer to me as i'm doing my business with a white stripe let me tell you how scary that is i was flipping out man because i was like please <laughs> please please Hashem, please don't let that thing spray on me please please hurry up hurry up Stephen, get out of here oh my god it was i know where you live man. you don't think there's skunks where you live well, I don't, I don't see any skunks, and, and, and I have to tell you, as a Jew, look, I love the mountains. I love being outdoors, but I want to be able to, at the end of the day, I want to go to a Marriott 
that is in the that mountains. So, that is so funny you say that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No, 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 no. Listen, I have, a, I have a very good friend of mine, uh, happens to be a rabbi from the United States. He's a, he's, he's a solid dude, though. He's not like – anyway, um, and he used to say, ah, camping. My idea of roughing it is a Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> See? Smart Jews think alike. I like to be surrounded by mountains, but within the Marriott. No, man, I love I love the mountains. I'll sleep outside in a tent, and the bugs, you know. Eh, but no, sorry. I'm sorry you didn't have such a good time. I had fun, but just I want to sleep in a Marriott and then walk out and have a have a nice breakfast buffet and then go to the mountains. <laughs> Day tripping. Yeah, you know, I was actually uh, I have a group of friends and I we were at the beach last night, and it was actually really cool, dude. I'm like. 15 minute drive from beaches in Caesarea. It's unbelievable, you know, with like ancient Roman aqueducts there. And I couldn't believe how many people were hanging out. But as the night, you know, we were out there just hanging out for a while, uh, there was people camping out on the beach there. Of course, the police came. That's not allowed, apparently. And we got to sit there and watch as the police came and <laughs> well, people take the tents down. But uh, be nice. All right. So you had a good Shabbat. I have, I have a, I have a, I have a balcony actually upstairs so big. You know, my my son made aliyah last week. Oh, that's right. Listeners, I, you mentioned that at the end of the our show. Listeners uh, making aliyah is what uh, it's like an ascension. It's like for a Jew to move to Israel, it's it's moving up, moving on up. Yeah, you're Just like your son. Uh, your son is your son is like the White Jeffersons. Exactly. You, anyway, your so son goes, is George Jefferson. <laughs> And we are on top of each other now because the house, you know, there's no space in Israel. The rooms are all small. So I, now I have two grown kids who moved back in with us and we're blessed that they have. I mean, I'm happy to have them, but we're on top of each other. And my wife is like, we have this huge, enormous balcony out here. Can't we just set up the tent? <laughs> That's where I was this weekend. So there you go. That's a great idea. I'll tell my son. I, all right. I got a bigger room for you. <laughs> I, all right, Matt. So uh, I know you got a, we've got a lot of crazy stories this week. Um, and uh, so if you want, you could you start it off. I know there's big news in Israel. Some schmuck is visiting Israel. Well, first of all, first of all, I would just like to say that, you know, this past week, uh, I think they said is the skies to Israel have been open for tourists for four months. And we just got our one millionth tourist. Really? Yep. And there was some stupid article in the paper saying we were really hoping that Joe Biden would be our one millionth tourist. Oh, <laughs> God. Yes. I want to be the one millionth. What do I win? <laughs> so so this guy, I have to tell you, what did he win? <laughs> no. The guy who was the one millionth. He got I, I don't, he, I don't, he got to he got to come into Israel. He got a free Listen, tour of Ramallah. To it was so great to hear how many tourists are coming into Israel. But now that I know you can't find a hotel room, the prices are crazy. So it's a you know, double-edged sword. I love when he gets off the plane. You are the one million tourists to land in Israel. You're going to get a free tour of the Gaza Strip, and we're going to leave you there. They already told everybody, if you're going to Jerusalem Wednesday, don't. <laughs> Because they're shutting down like the highway between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem for I mean, I don't know why they don't helicopter him. First of all, ugh, the guy 
Why don't the United you tell, States tell, tell of America? About, the United States of America is a stinking dumpster fire, and he's going to come here and lecture us about the two-state solution. I'm not really, I'm not a big fan of his, but why don't you tell us about Dumb and Dumber? Dumb and Dumber. He's going to meet with uh, right, uh, Lapine, new dumb, new, uh, right, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, the, uh, one loser with a mezuzah, and one loser without a mezuzah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, I uh, saw I saw uh, on Facebook someone posted uh, his his uh, schedule, and it's very it's a very light schedule. It's basically land land in Israel, go to the King David Hotel, rest, go to Yad Vashem and get depressed, and then go back to King David Hotel and rest. Then meet with the uh, with the modern day Adolf Hitler, Abad, uh, 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 in 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 Ramallah. Oh, by the way, he's also going to East Jerusalem. To some Arab hospital, right, because, you know, they wouldn't let Jews into any of their facilities, uh, and insisting that there's no um, Israeli escort. Yeah. Like, no, so it's like, I got to tell you. But I, did I tell you, I saw this was great. You know, they have Republican, they have expat groups here in Israel. Uh, you know, Republicans in Israel. They have Democrats in Israel. There was... Something on on Facebook, I saw a big Fourth of July celebration for the Democrats in Israel. <laughs> and if you go and you look at like all the comments, I don't know what these people are smoking. Oh, can't wait for Joe Biden to come to Israel. He's you know, it's like they, there's actually Jews living in Israel that are excited about this. Yeah. They love me over here. I can't wait to meet Mohammed Abbas. Isn't that his name? Mohammed Abbas? <laughs> Joe Biden. Oh, hey, Abbas, can you can you direct me? Can I sniff some really some Palestinian hair? Look at our producer. You know? she gives Mahmoud. It's Mahmoud Abbas, Stephen. Get it right. Mahmoud Abbas. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I can't wait till he leaves. It was like, you know, I had, it was like I had a friend that lived in, in Manhattan, and any time they would have uh, the U.N. General Assembly and all the dignitaries come, you know, messes traffic up and everybody hates them. Yeah. So, Joe Biden, we hated you before you came. And now that you're going to mess us up for a couple of days, we're going to hate you even more. <laughs> it doesn't even mean anything. It's so stupid. Hey, speaking of... Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm real fast. I'm sorry. You know yeah. he's going to come here and push the two states solution, right? It doesn't matter. He, no one can it force matter Israel to do anything. Two percent of Israelis are against it, and even more of the Arabs in Judea and Samaria are against it. <laughs> it's like it's just part of the political rhetoric. Who cares? Um, speaking of Mahmoud Abbas, this this should be this will make very uh, him happy. Check this out, Matt. Uh, saw all this on. Um, uh, Apple on boards over 60 Palestinian engineers looks to grow. So apparently the company Apple is going to hire 60 Palestinian uh, Arabs to be their new engineers while laying off 60 Jews. <laughs> Where? Where? Um, over there, I guess. I, it says well, Apple announced. I, I, it says I don't Apple. know. I don't know people. I don't know where their facilities are, but if there's uh, – Arabs who identify as Palestinians, they're not, well, I don't know. A lot of Arabs, in, unfortunately, inside of Israel identify that way as well now. It says Apple announced on Tuesday that it's onboarding over 60 Palestinian engineers working in the new city of Rawabi. I don't know. Whatever that is. Hmm. Never heard of it. Exactly. Just Probably like won't go visit. Of- 
Unless like, Waze takes me there by accident. <laughs> <laughs> did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom! I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, right here on Israel News Talk. But it's so funny, Stephen. <laughs> Hashem has got a wonderful sense of humor. Well, Thank listen, you. man, he's teaching you that you just need to lighten up. Anyway, so uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. I'm Matt Zucker, the uh, handsome host in the Holy Land, right, Stephen? Yes. And That's Stephen, right. Stephen, my, uh, my compatriot in, uh, in diaspora. We have to come That's up right. With good, That's right. Good, catchy, illiterate. Shalom, shalom, everybody. Shalom, China. China's still listening. I love it. Hello. Monitoring. Monitoring. Uh, listen. <laughs> You're on the list, keep- buddy. They keep calling me. I told you. Remember, I told you. I still. I got another message today, a voicemail, and I did. I don't answer the phone because I don't recognize the number. I listen to the voicemail. And it's just like, ding, 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 ding. They're like, you know, after me. Anyway, not necessarily. Uh-huh. Just, just an interesting tip. Hey, Matt. Guess what? Guess what? what I guess what I have again for you. Lay it on. Light, lighten up presents another episode of self righteous liberal Jews. <sighs> From Facebook. Ha, ga, 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 ga. <laughs> now, this is just a, this person. Now, it's getting hard for me to find these posts because they block me. <laughs> so, <laughs> please, Matt, if anyone sees self-righteous posts, it does, they don't have to be Jews, but just self-righteous liberal posts on Facebook, you could send them through email uh, because they're classic. This is great. Ready? Uh, this comes from someone. This woman... She posts a lot of Facebook videos of her roller skating. And uh, so I found this. This was just unbelievable. <laughs> I Ready? think I know who you're talking about, but I, I don't so, know. What so she, she apparently fell on video and she decides to post it. So this is what she writes on Facebook. Oh, I fell with an emoji of a woman, you know, going like, oops, I fell. Did I break something? No. Am I Okay. With a praying emoji. I am okay with a monkey emoji covering her eyes. Then I start to feel the pain, a crying emoji. I let myself feel it with a heart emoji. Then I know I need to get up with some weird face emoji. Everything hurts with a hurtful emoji. I need to do that step again that made me fall with a winking emoji. My body is shaking after a fall like this. And it doesn't want to do the step again with an emoji with an upside down face. I don't know what that means. But I win because I'm unstoppable with a fire emoji. 
and then her life message and advice for all the world. Use this as a full metaphor for life. No emoji. <laughs> Don't you love it? What do you have to say about that? Speechless. <laughs> Some people have a lot of time on their hands. There's, I mean, there's I a lot of troubled people in the world. I, you know. Was that not the I, and it goes in it's like a list. It's like one, oh I fell. Number two, did I break something? Oh my god. And like, oh, and it's just in the oh. It's just hysterical. What is wrong with the world today, Mashiach? Please Look, come. I'll be honest with you. If it, if it wasn't, um, you know, as a recent immigrant, Facebook's a tool for me. There's so much. There's so much information I get. I need advice. I got a question. You know, there's a gazillion groups for Anglo's living in Israel. And if it wasn't for that, I would I would not be doing that anymore. I just can't stand Facebook. It's just uh, <sighs> crazy the- people. It's comedy, man. I mean, it's brilliant. I'm, you know, I could do a whole show on just. <laughs> you should see my uncle. My uncle, read comments. my uncle on Facebook is a leftist wacko nut. And he, pres, there's no more. President Trump hasn't been around for over two years, but yet every post is about Trump. He's so obsessed with Trump. It's hysterical. He, even his Father's Day post was Happy Father's Day to the man who cheated on all three wives. <laughs> He's insane. I have quite a few leftists in my family too, and they're all completely unhinged, you know. Uh, and but they're all they all say they love Israel, and I don't understand how you get in bed with the left and then say you love Israel. But Boy. you know that. that uh. So I really, I'm really enjoying my new segments. That three weeks in a row of uh, Facebook posts from the self-righteous leftist liberals. So uh, it's harder and harder each week for me to find something because they keep blocking me. <laughs> I, uh, listen, people are still losing their mind over the the Supreme Court decision with the the Roe v. Wade being oh, overturned. And yeah. so, you know, and 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg is, you know, uh, of blessed memory. By the way, I never really liked her when she was on the court either. Um I, I want to troll them and say, don't you just hate Ruth Bader Ginsburg now? Can you imagine if she had retired while Barack Obama was president? <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of Roe v. Wade, here's a good story you're going to like, Matt. Pregnant woman got a ticket in the HOV lane, says fetus should count as a passenger. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, you know, what here state? In America, what state? Uh, Texas. Oh, well, okay. I she see got so if people don't understand, so there's certain sometimes in certain states uh, they have highways. Well, where I am on the here, it's they have called, them here in Israel too, man. Oh, okay, they're called if, the diamond lanes, and and yeah, it's high occupancy be, vehicles. You need right, to have so, a minimum of two people. Right. It's supposed to basically be to kind of cut down on traffic and and maybe carpool with people for work. So it says here a pregnant woman got ticketed for driving in a high occupancy vehicle lane in Texas. Says her fetish should count as a second passenger citing the recent Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade. So she's arguing with the cop because she's pregnant. <laughs> and um, It says, when law enforcement asked her if anyone else was in the car, uh, she responded that there was and pointed to her stomach. <laughs> right here, dummy. <laughs> My baby girl is right here. She's a person. <laughs> well, it did work. She still got the ticket. <laughs> 
Well, she can, she can take it to court. It says here, Texas Penal Code defines an individual as a human being who is alive, including an unborn child at every stage of gestation. Of, of gestation. Oh, of gestation! Anyway. Gestation. gestation. It, says, it says, however, the Texas Transportation Code does not recognize this distinction. <laughs> so that's where she got screwed. No pun intended. <laughs> Hi-oh! Uh, so anyway, isn't that hysterical? I mean, it's just, it's, it's creative. It, it's very creative. God bless her. Uh, but she still had to pay the ticket. I think it was like 200 bucks or something like that. <laughs> she could have she just like, you know, faked labor. Said, um, not, you know, nah, because then you get the police escort and they eventually realize you're a fraud. Right. Exactly. I thought that was a funny story. How about you, Matt? Well, you got anything or I'm you want trying, me to keep I going? Got this one story. I got this one story. I'm just trying. Like, It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Israeli company to test if fecal bacteria pills boost cancer immunotherapy. Oh, yummy. <laughs> Can I sign up for that? Prospective medication, oh my gosh, prospective medication seeks to tweak gut germs in patients who don't respond well to treatment, utilizing research that suggests microbiome impacts effectiveness. So basically, uh, certain cancers, they find that the patients that don't respond well to the medication are lacking a certain uh, beneficial bacteria in their intestinal system. So basically... How you get to implant that into your system is <laughs> so the, the doctors are they're making a meat poop. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'd rather I think I'd rather take the COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Count me in. I'll take four booster shots, but I'm not eating a pill filled with poop. I'm sorry. I don't know. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh my. God. Wait, this was found like, in Israel. This it's was an a- Israeli company. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. And so they're now trying. There's trials starting. Twelve Israeli cancer patients will start taking the pills containing fecal bacteria. Where do they cultivate the fecal bacteria? I have so many questions, and and they're all disturbing. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all disturbing, babe. Oh, I wish we could ask ask some of those questions, but we cannot. This is a clean show. That is funny. Uh, well, whatever. You know, do what you got to do. They have cancer, um, but still. Right. What kind not... of cancer is it? Is it like, you know. Uh, did they say it? Or just cancer in general? Uh, it was like, um, I think it was a few different ones. Hey, babe, go know. take your poop pill. Have you taken your poop pill? Hey, Yankle, did you take your poop pill yet? okay maybe now it's time to move on oh okay now we got to move on okay fine i got a good story for you Uh, i told you the story would leave a bad taste in your mouth (laughs) hi-oh what's up okay uh you're gonna like this um let me just find the um son of a vondruk okay uh you and i are both gun enthusiasts right Mm -hmm. yes we are we are um that's not a problem so here we go uh, this is coming up uh, in New York, ready? So New York bill, they're, they're trying to pass a, a bill in New York. Uh, New York bill would require gun permit to include a social media background check. <laughs> but you would lose your gun in a second, man. 
<laughs> hey, that guy, <laughs> Steve, he's, he, 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 he's, he's posting stuff about Israel and Torah. We don't want those Jews having guns. <laughs> um, but yeah, li- listen to this law, Matt. Oh, my God. This is insane. So they're trying to pass this law uh, because they lost on the uh, on the uh, Second Amendment U.S. Right, Constitution. Right, yeah. right, right. So so now they're trying to do anything to take our, our to, to, to keep us from protecting us. Right. So it says state Senate bill S-51001 would ban concealed weapons from sensitive locations. So you can get your concealed carry weapons. But here's where you can't carry it. Uh, uh, sensitive locations like Times Square public transportation, and a list of other highly trafficked trafficked public areas. The bill would also require people applying for a handgun license to turn over a list of their social media accounts so officials could verify their character and conduct. (laughs) So basically, you can't carry a gun in any place you might actually need it. Right. So basically, (laughs) you can't carry a subway. Right. We, we want you to carry a gun except the places where you're definitely going to get uh, robbed. L- listen to this. We are confident that we are providing New York again an opportunity not only to have their concealed carry but also to make New Yorkers safe. Uh, it says here applicants – listen to this, Matt. Applicants would have to show that they – that the essential character and temperament and judgment necessary to be entrusted with a weapon and to use it – only in a manner that does not endanger oneself and others, according to the bill. So if you're basically, if your life's in danger, you can't use it to hurt someone else who's trying to kill you, babe. <laughs> hey, they just arrested some dude in New York City for stabbing some a, a, a clerk at a bodega who was getting attacked and assaulted. He stabbed the guy in, in self-defense and wound up getting uh, arrested on murder charges. Uh, like, Listen, it, man, I got to tell you something. Israel's worse. I'm just telling you. But wait, it gets it gets it gets well. This is applicants would also have to provide four character references. Matt, do you have four people that can uh, that can tell you you're not a psycho? Listen, yes, but yes, but you don't. But I, you know, you have to take 16 hours of firearm safety training plus two hours of practice at a range, um, and undergo periodical. Um, background checks. And then you have to turn over the contact information of your spouse, domestic partner, or any other adults that live in your house. Weapons will also be barred from places of worship, public transit, sports arenas, parks, libraries, government buildings, playgrounds, entertainment venues, and protests. (laughs) And any place that serves alcohol. So pretty much, you can't carry a gun anywhere in New York City. (laughs) I mean, is that insane? That's everywhere where you're going to get robbed, murdered, raped, stabbed. All those places. You can't have your gun there. But we got to check your social media to make sure you have good character content. <laughs> this is what's going on. Uh, listen, How funny is that? I can't wait to see what happens when they start going door to door to confiscate guns. <laughs> it, the- they're, they're, this is the law they're trying to get, but it'll never pass. I mean, that is just – they're basically they, – they, they, that's you can't carry a gun anywhere. So what's the point of having one at that point? Uh, I can't carry one in Israel either, so. Well, but you know what, though? You I thought you can after five years, and if you live in an area that you need it, like if you live in one of the uh, res- resettlements. Yeah, the resettlements. Yeah. Well, I like that, resettlement. Sort of like rebirth. Oh, hey, listen, man. Are you coming here in the fall? Yes. Do you have your trip booked yet? I'm at the end. Uh, I'm going to be booking the flight at the uh, at, oh, in a couple well, weeks. 
lots of luck with that. And to everybody out there, book your trips fast. The prices are crazy. I'm trying to get my mom here for her 80th birthday in October. Yeah. It's 80th birthday. My mom, she doesn't want to fly, you know, New Jersey or New York to Israel in, in coach. So yeah, she'll fly business class. 9,000 US dollars. What? Round Get out of I just looked a couple weeks ago. It's, it's business. It's, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm flying LL out of lots Newark of luck. like I did last time. What do you mean lots of luck? I don't care how much it costs. The, I already, my trip is already paid for. I already paid for the trip. I just got to get, get booked the flight. Oh, so the flight is already paid for. You just have to actually book it. No, the trip is paid for. Oh, but, but it doesn't include airfare. Correct. Oh, okay. Get insurance <laughs> for the trip. Get insurance for the trip. Did you check the airfare? I did like a month ago. It was about the same price as it was when I went three years ago. Oh, by the way, a little inside baseball here, and our listeners might not appreciate this, but I know you will, Stephen. Um, you know, my son is uh, doing reserve duty for the entire month of July. He's doing uh, – uh, he's working out in the southern uh, Judean hills, the Hebron Hills south. He is in Susia. Ah, yeah, I love Susia. Yeah, he's spending the month of July in Susia. It made me think of you. Nice. I'll be going back there. Um, let me ask you a question, Matt. So I have to go to I have to go to this event soon. I'm not going to tell you the event, but there's going to be people there that I don't like, and there's people there that I don't want to talk to. So I was kind of thinking of when I walk if I walk into the room and I just give a general like hello, does that count? That counts a general hello as if I'm saying hello to each and individual people. This way, I don't have to talk to the people I don't like. They got their hello for me, so there's no need to come up to me and talk to me. Is that uh, is that kosher? A general hello that covers everyone in the room. Absolutely. If if it feels good, man, do it. Because you know, if you don't really like them, do you really care? No, but I don't want to come off as being rude. So if I just walk into the room and be like, "Hello," that goes to everybody. No, no one needs to come up to me personally now and talk to me. Everyone, just let me be. Hello, that hello is for everybody. <laughs> it's a little standoffish, but well, that's how I roll. <laughs> you know yeah. what else? Let me ask you something. So you're how old you you said your mom is? 80? Not yet. She's 79. 79. So don't don't same, rush it. She's the same age as my mother. Um I have a friend who's a uh, father. And look, uh, blessed memory. My my father before he passed away, he uh you know, when you get old, you get old, you know, you have to you know, have to I remember trying to my dad put up a fight when we took his keys away from his car. He could, we refused to let him drive. His license oh, got man, taken my away. Dad, my dad was so angry. He wanted to sue the doctor who took his keys away. <laughs> I will and sue my dad you. was a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sue you because this is wrong. Anyway, well, I was kind of thinking because I have a friend whose father's going through this, right? He's, he's making a big fuss over, uh, you know, they, the kids stole his keys. They took his keys away. He can't drive. I mean, the man will kill himself or others. He cannot drive anymore. And I was thinking to myself, you know, when I get to that age when it's like you have to use a cane or, my, you know, my father, when he traveled, if he, he had to go to the airport, he had to use a wheelchair because he could barely walk. And it would take forever. And if we and if he would walk, we would miss our flight every time. And he would put up a fight. I'm not getting in that goddamn wheelchair. And and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? When I get to that age, I will be more than happy to get in that wheelchair and have people push me around. I think that's fun. I I, I can't wait till people just do everything for me. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> 
Why are these people making such a fuss over not driving, not walking? So, so uh, someone will drive me everywhere. Then it's like driving Miss Daisy. I can't wait to get to that age. I'll be honest with you. I'm all for getting in a golf cart at the airport, but I will not handle losing my license well if I can't get in a car and drive. <laughs> Come on, man. That's freedom. Ah, you let car. someone else drive. It's like driving Miss Daisy. I want my own limo driver. I can't. I cannot tell you. You must be rich. Be... You must be rich, Holmes. No, <laughs> my kids will drive me. Let me tell you something. If my kids, when I'm, when they Your force me into a wheelchair, <laughs> when when my kids force me into a wheelchair, I'm like, fine. You can push my tuchus around. Go ahead. I love it. And I'll be like, wee. This is Your fun. Kids. Your kids are gonna put rat poison in your applesauce, man. <laughs> You're probably right. I just don't see why so many parents, uh, so many people of that generation fight. All right, I get it. Your independence taken away. But you got people taking care of you. Enjoy it. I love when people take care of me. I'm the laziest person on earth. <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with it. By, I'm, in fact, I'm going to start shopping for wheelchairs now. Listen, I had foot surgery once. And uh, I had – it was like – it was horrible. Like two and a half months of bed rest, crutches for a couple months after that. It was – and so I had a friend of mine who would come and pick me up and, and like once a week and he would take me for an outing to like Whole Foods, you know, or like one of into our global listeners, you know, like one of those fancy pants markets. And I would get into the electric scooter and put my crutches hanging on the thing and I would go around. And then I realized why uh, my friend did it, because the poor cripple guy in the scooter is a magnet for all the women in the market to come over. And so he was playing wingman because he was single. I'm going to put my crippled buddy in the cart, <laughs> take him around the market. When the girls come over and talk to him, I'm going to strike. <laughs> well, I have no problem getting old. You want to you want to push me around in a wheelchair? That sounds fun to me. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh. Anyway. Hey, well, listen, listen. Only the lucky get old. You know that? Baruch Hashem. Um, Listen, I forgot to mention this on our story for July 4th. I, I found this a couple days after July 4th, but I want to um, read it to you. It's a great, great story. You're going to love this. <laughs> this is funny. It said, this is a, a July 4th a hot dog eating contest. Joey Chestnut is champion again in July 4th hot dog contest. This is, this is hysterical. This is his name. He goes, Frankfurter Munching Phenom Joey Jaws Chestnut put a protester in a chokehold while gobbling his way to the 15th win Monday at Nathan's famous 4th of July hot dog eating contest. <laughs> this gets great. Uh, he, he downed 63 hot dogs. <laughs> in how an hour, I guess. I don't. I, I forget, but it, the, the real story is because there were some protesters there. It says, in a decisive chowdown comeback, here's this, this. There was also the women's division. <laughs> women's record holder Mika or Miki Sudo downed 40 wieners <laughs> and buns to win the women's title. I love how they say she downed 40 wieners. <laughs> Hi, oh! Do you think that is like. Eating contests are the most gluttonous things in the world. Are th do you think other countries other than the United States have eating contests? I don't know. It's just I just love the fact that this woman. Oh, she skipped the year before because it says she was pregnant. <laughs> She'd be well, eating yeah. for two. Um, but listen, <laughs> but listen to this, Matt. So he the guy, the winner, Joey. I love it. Yeah, yo, my name's Joey Chestnut. He put this guy, he put a protester, a spectator wearing a Darth Vader mask, rushed the stage momentarily, disrupting the competition. 
Chestnut put the protester in a brief chokehold before officials hurried over and escorted the intruder away. Then another protester in a white stormtrooper mask had also snuck behind the competitors and hoisted a sign saying, Expose Smithfield's Death Star. And apparently Smithfield is the manufacturer of Nathan's famous hot dogs. Smithfield, Nathan's famous hot dogs? I thought they were beef and like kosher, weren't they? The Smithfield is like Smithfield is like the world's biggest like pork uh processor. And that ain't kosher, man. Yeah, well, these aren't Jews doing it. And the Chinese, by the way, the Chinese bought Smithfield. Oh, and China's listening. Hey, well, guess what? People in, in Star Wars attire is, are protesting and attacking uh, Joey Chestnut. And after the, it says here, after the altercation, Chestnut went back to a task at hand, devouring more hot dogs. <laughs> so he's got... <laughs> That's the best. Isn't it? So some guy in a Darth Vader mask charges as he's eating the hot dog. He puts the guy in a chokehold and then goes back afterwards and just eating hot dogs as nothing happened. What a hero. What a – that guy, he's the Luke Skywalker of chowing down wieners. <laughs> I don't understand why people were dressed up as Darth Vader and they're calling this uh, Smithfields uh, the Death Star. I don't <laughs> Everything- know. Everything China touches is the Death Star. Listen, so you know, I had a friend of mine that worked for Smithfield, and I used to always joke he was the he was the leading Jewish pork salesman in the free world, because <laughs> he was a Jewish buddy of mine. But you know, I think he had a bar mitzvah, but he had no affiliation and never went back to a synagogue afterwards. So uh, um, he once he had to go down to uh, Smithfield for a corporate meeting, and he was telling me he's like, yeah, and I was like, dude, you know that's like on Yom Kippur. He's like, oh, okay. I said, so you're going to do a work meeting to sell more pork on Yom Kippur. <laughs> I said, I'm going to pray for you, but I don't <laughs> think it's going to work. <laughs> Matt, have you ever been in a hot dog eating contest? Have you ever chowed no. down on wieners? You've no. never chowed down no, on I don't wiener? really like hot dogs. I'll be honest with you. You don't like wieners? No, I, I don't like. No, I don't like hot dogs, Stephen. You don't like wieners? I don't like hot dogs either. Right. Some sausages are okay. Ah, you like sausages, but not Venus. Now I see where. Remember it the Oscar Mayer Wiener dog uh, car? Uh, what was the car when we were kids? The commercial, yeah. Yeah, and they had that truck that was in the what shape was of the a. What was the song? What was the song? Um, uh, oh, what was it? Um, uh, Oscar Mayer Wiener. I don't know. Nah, I we screwed it up. <laughs> Let's see what our. Hey, you know what? It's funny that. Um, well, whatever. Let's see what our producer. Oh. An Oscar Mayer wiener. Okay, I don't know. Oh, I wish I were an Oscar Oscar Mayer wiener. Well, this guy, Joey Chestnut, is Oscar (laughs) Mayer wiener. I I love that headlock thing, man. Oh, shoot. She is amazing. That is what I truly want to be. Because if I was an Oscar Mayer wiener, then everybody would want to take a bite of me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Especially Joey Chestnut, babe. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, it's everyone would be in love with me. My bad. All right. That's a great way <laughs> well, to end I tell you, I end think the this, show on wieners. I think, I think this show has deteriorated enough for this week. <laughs> I love wieners, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And enduring. And uh, we'll be back next week right here on Israel News Talk Radio. And lighten up. Thank you very much.
אתם מקשיבים ל-Israel News Talk Radio. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dax, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumim, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dax from Malaya Dumim, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! אתם מאזינים לישראל ניוז טאק רדיו. 